Hello, good morning, good day, God bless you. You are welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet. This is Festus Flourish Osemuahu. And of course, today is the 23rd day of the month of April 2021. You're welcome on board. You're welcome. This is question and answer series. And we thank God for the questions that have been coming in. Just to remind you again that we will see entertain more questions. Okay, so just keep your questions coming in and uh, we're going to look at them and pick them one by one. All right. I hope you listened to yesterday's uh, podcast. And of course, day before yesterday, I think we have had two now. Uh, you will really have a lot to learn from them if you listen to them. So today promises to be unique again, revealing and very very informative now today is not a question all right it's actually a narration so what i will just do is i'm just going to narrate um an event or a scenario based on the way it was narrated to me and then i will give an answer i hope we understand all right so it's not like someone sent this direct question but um someone narrated the ordeal the situation to me and uh, i just felt that uh, i should share uh, you know share more light on it talk about it so that other people can learn from it okay now this is it um this woman um of course this particular story is a very very pathetic story she has a husband who is um, maybe we can call him sesmaniac but like my wife said, no, I said this, she said this is more than being a sex maniac. He, he's, uh, he's having addiction, actually internet sex addiction, or what you say, what we call pornography addiction. Well, my wife again, is, I said, no, it's even beyond addiction. Maybe he has, he has become paranoid. Yeah, we can go on and on and on and on and explain the situation. Now, let me just really put, it, put the cards on the ground. This man would tune into the internet, pay for live sex or whichever way he does it. Now, get a live sex to be going on on the internet and then compel the wife to come in for sex with him to act out what he is watching on the internet. I don't know if somebody's got what I'm saying now. So there is an act going on on the internet maybe a pornographic act, whether he paid for it or he just uh, browsed for it. And while the act is going on, he's going to compel the wife to come in and have sex. Now, look at it. It's not, if it's just about compelling the wife, one would understand as so he just compelled. No, this was much more than compelling. He would force the wife to have sex with him wherever in the house. And they have a daughter. In the presence of the daughter, he will be having sex with the wife. He will compel the wife. If the wife does not want to yield to it, he will beat up the wife and have sex with the wife right there while the daughter is in the house. With the internet sex going on, it could be um, maybe the phone sex. She is on call with another lady via phone. They are, you know, you know the way that some of these people do it. They show their boobs and their whatever. And then if you tell the wife, whatever this lady is doing, or I'll be doing it to me. You know, that kind of stuff. If it's a live sex, you say, okay, 
follow the way. Now he will compel the wife. He will beat up the wife. He will do it just anywhere. The wife has no say. Because I'd be wondering, was it that this woman was hypnotized or what? Honestly, I, maybe I'm sure some of you will say, oh, wow. I mean, well, he will just pick on the wife right there. He wouldn't care whether there is a visitor or there is anybody. He would just pull off his clothes and plug in his uh, rods to the wife's body. Whether she's cooking in the kitchen or she's washing or whether once it comes upon him, he's not in control of himself, he's just going to have sex with the wife. Now, the story has it that the woman couldn't cope. She eventually fled for her life and ran away. Now, the story... From the angle that it came, someone was not asking, was it wrong for this woman to have left the marriage? Because she eventually left. She ran away. Was it wrong for her to have left the marriage? Oh, if I will answer you directly, he left, she rather she left too late. She should have left much more earlier. Oh, friends, she should have left much more earlier. Get that from me. I will say it any day, any time. Now, I was told that she had to go and pick up a counseling session for the daughter because the daughter, life and direct, the, the, that, the, the, what the, um, they went through or what she went through with the husband had left a whole lot of, you know, impression in the heart of the young girl. I'm not too sure of the age now, of the young girl. He wouldn't mind. The daughter is there. He's just going to do it like an animal. So they had to, you know, they had to take the girl. Okay, that's 10 years. Yeah, I just confirmed 10 years. So 10 years old girl. Just imagine that age, 10 years old girl. She's already okay, getting aware of so many things of sexuality. Now to watch the father forcing, you know, himself on the mother in her presence. Now, like I said earlier, the woman left too late. She would have left much more earlier. Because that wasn't the marriage. That wasn't the marriage. Marriage that we're talking about is the marriage where there is mutual respect. In this case, there is no mutual respect. This marriage is based on selfishness. This marriage is wickedness. There's everything that has to do with it. But the only thing is, if the marriage had been made legal... And marriage that brought both of them together. Oh, I'm not an advocate of divorce. I won't, I won't recommend divorce. But fleeing away, running away for a dear life she needed to. I'm not saying, oh, you have to go and marry again. But at least she left the marriage. She left the home. Because this kind of a man would, would kill this woman. And I know that there are some women going through this. I know. I know. Some of you are like, oh, really? Yes, I do. I know. Some are not talking. They are just doing like this. Let me use the word mumu. Mumu for their husband would. Oh, I know. Just what will my husband, or rather, let me protect my marriage. Oh, let me give it to him the way he wants it. It's good. But sometimes it becomes so abusive. Yes, the body of the woman does not belong to her. Then that is the body of the man to him. But you see, God also encourages that we should have mutual respect to each other. Remember what well, the Bible said in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19, he actually, verse 20 rather, he actually started by saying, submitting to one another. 
They've got to be submission to one another. And I know there are a lot of women going through this. Especially those men who are narcissists. Those men who ha have choleric as part of their temperament. Who don't have feelings. These are the men that we easily, I mean, a, a, a woman they got married to who had a first degree, had a second degree. These are the kind of men that will force their wives to go and be selling, open up a shop for her and go and be selling things in one kiosk or in one uh, supermarket or in one uh, open market. Because I frowned at it. Recently, I was just looking at it. I mean, why a woman went to school? That's how most of these men, they somehow become very redundant with their brain. What they went to study in school, they are not using it. A woman who went to study a very good course, you will see her frying akara, or see her selling bread, or see her selling uh, tomatoes, or see her selling clothes, or see her selling. Yes, it's good to be entrepreneurial in nature. But you see, a wise husband will encourage the wife to still do something along her profession. Sometimes this man is deliberate and intentional just to lock up their wives so that they won't have a say. And sometimes they will defend it by saying, I don't want my wife to be saying yes to any man. Men that often say that they have an ulterior motive like this kind of a man. How can you, you will force the woman, you, 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 you get onto internet sex. Now, that's not enough. It's not as if you, the man is even hiding it. There are some men that will hide stuff like this. They wouldn't even want their wives to know. In this case, he's not even hiding it. Now, you, he will now force the woman to be playing the act alongside with what the other woman online is doing. Yes, some of you listen to the sound of my voice. For some persons, it might not be this kind of oh, you know, extreme abuse where he will have to practically beat up the wife. But I know there is someone out there who is going through this, who is doing the same thing to this wife, who would mandate the wife to come and give to him what he has made her to watch online. I know there are some men that do that. They bring in the phone, they bring in the pornography, or they slot in a, a movie that has a sexual content. They tell their wife to watch it, and they tell her, you have to give it to me that way. I've always said, this, some of these ladies, these sponsors, they are demons. They are not humans anymore. And to know that the people patronizing some of these things are Christians. Sometimes they say, hey, she pastor said we should do innovative sex. Is, is it by watching pornography that you, you carry out innovative sex? This ladies these people doing this knowledge they are they are not humans anymore and you will import that into your matrimony and you'll now be forcing your wife to turn around 365 degree just because these people are doing it and you know of course those things are stage managed the wife can't do it you will label her a bad woman she can't do it you will go out and get into adultery and feel justified and say my wife is not satisfying me she's so rigid for goodness sake for goodness sake why what do, what do you think sex is for what do you think sex is for sex is a product of love it's a it's, it's that oil that makes both lovers those two people in love to appreciate themselves to connect deeply it's not for entertainment 
It's not to celebrate demons and then celebrate your ego and pride and then that uh, uh, feeling of dominance. That's the wrong side of it. And that's diabolic. That is not scriptural and that's not godly. So I advise you're a man out there and you're still watching pornography, which of course in itself is evil. That's not enough. You're not compelling your wife to be acting the same thing. Repent. Repent. That is wrong. It's an abuse against your marriage. You are insulting your marriage. And those women who feel obligated, hey, I don't want to lose my marriage. I don't know what. Leave him. Report him to God. And stop it. Wherever you have your husband forcing you into perversive sex, you have every right to refuse it, to stand your ground. You have every right to stand your ground. Because this thing we're talking about with submission and all that, we're saying it in the Lord. I don't know whether people read their Bibles upside down. You're not doing this thing in a godly way. And then you see he has some medicine and he's not submitting. Have you read that phrase? There is a clause there. In the Lord. A man that is in the Lord, number one, will not promote perversive sex. So if you are promoting it, it means you are not in the Lord. And your wife has the right to refuse you. Go and check the Bible. She has the right to refuse you. How can you be asking her? Pornography itself is perversive. So if you're indulging in it, it means that whatever you're doing with, the, with your wife is not in the Lord. It means that you have backslidden. It means you have given your heart to demons. And you are still you still have the front truth to be saying, hey, my husband, my wife is not submitting to me. You will now expunge the later part of it that says in the Lord. Please, if you have addicted your Bible, go and put that one back. It's in the Lord. And a man, like I said, that is in the Lord will not do such a thing. So please, if you're a woman out there, you have been suffering from these kind of situations, just like this story I narrated, come out and speak up. Don't die in silence. Speak up. Get a counselor. Talk to someone. And of course, you will get you know, the best um, um, information that you will need to be able to salvage the situation. But honestly, if you are going through that, it's not the best. I don't know how long you can hold on. This is abusive. And for this woman, just that she didn't ask the question directly, but somebody narrated the story and they just wanted to know if it was wrong for her to have left. There's nothing wrong with it. This thing would have ended up in, in, in total collapse and destruction and much more for the destiny of that young girl. Just imagine the impression that had been created in the mind of that young girl at age 20, at age 10. Watching the father behave like a beast, like an animal, to the mother all the time. So if you have that girl have the experience of rape or getting involved in sexual activity early enough in life, I mean, you will say it's one witch or one demon. At least for the sake of that girl. This mother, this woman needed to have taken that decision. And what she did was the best. So that she can remold the destiny of that girl. At least with uh, good counselors, they'll be able to you know, turn this around to become something that will help this girl. Make her understand that, look, this is the reason why she has to fight for injustice like this and ensure that she doesn't fall into the wrong marriage. And, and then it can just turn around to become blessing in disguise. But please... You're having this kind of situation, don't keep quiet. Speak up. You have the right. 
Yes, the body belongs to your husband, it belongs to your wife, blah, 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 blah. But when it's outside of the context of godliness, you have the right to speak up. You have the right to say no. You have the right to call for a dialogue and say, sit down. I'm not de uh, denying you my body because I want to. But I see that this is outside of godliness. And the Bible says, in the Lord. And so because this is not in the Lord, I have the, 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 the right to question this. And then you talk about it. And perhaps that can get into the mind of that man and that man can change. But if he's not willing to change, you have the right to stand your ground. So I don't face that emotional torture and abuse. You know, sometimes I just wonder, you know, what is going on in the heart and the mind of men like this? Why some men just cannot tame themselves? Yes, this looks like a medical disorder. But yet you will tell this kind of a man now that you have a disorder, he will argue with you. He will tell you something is wrong with you. And men like this that have this kind of disorder in one way or the other. See, I mean, it can even be, be translated as a mental disorder. You tell them, they will, they will practically even slap you and tell you, me, me, I have a mental disorder. But this, this is how it looks like. It looks like, you know, a paranoid. And it's always difficult for them to accept. So that's what I'm saying. The victim here in this situation Whatever you are, you should be the one that will cry out. Speak up and cry out. You can't continue like this. But to say you are going to correct them, you are going to tell them what you are doing is wrong. No. Again, let me mention to use the word gaslighting. This is where some of men like this will gaslight such women, and such women out of confusion will not even think that they are the ones that are wrong. Okay, so you can you might not be able to achieve more if you are telling the man what you are doing is wrong. Because as far as it's concerned, he's right. But at least you can counsel the wife and you can deliver the wife from the, the, the claws of this man. So but please, as I round up, let me say this to men like this that still have a little bit of, um, uh, at least they can hear. Yeah, even though they might not want to believe or agree, but they can hear. Let me let you know, when you whatever you cannot control controls you. I tell that again, whatever you cannot control, controls you. Everything that God has given us, God expects us to control. That's why he used the word, have dominion. The urge is good for sex in marriage, but you have to control it. That's the reason why as a single, you are advised or you were advised, depending on where you are in the ladder, to abstain from sexual immorality. That was part of the training. God is so wise. It was part of the training for you to learn how to control that self-control. For goodness sake, you are not an animal. It is not the way you are feeling as you just with just an impulse. The next thing you just jump into it. And this is what is pushing a lot of men into rape. And then you see them raping a, a, a 40 years old man, raping a, a, a four years old girl. And you'll be wondering what came over him. Just because he refused to tame what is between his legs. And then the next thing is they will be finding justification. Eh? My wife is not some, eh, she's not uh, romantic. She's not this. Ah. Don't forget, one day you will give an account of your life. It is wrong. Adultery is wrong. Much more in this abusive dimension. You are actually out of what is normal. And you need counseling. You're a man like that. You need counseling. Please get to meet a mental health practitioner. You need counseling. Please accept it. You need counseling. Or if you just realize that this thing between your legs, you just can't control it. Eh? If your wife turns you down or your wife travels, 
The next thing you are looking for where to just took it. Or she doesn't even need to travel. You just realize that you are just looking for where to just shoot, shoot, shoot. Shoot everything. Shoot everywhere. Shoot demons. Shoot mommy water. <laughs> ah, some men will, will tell you I don't mind. They don't mind having sex with mommy water. You just imagine what is on the minds of those kind of people. Eh? If you are in such situation, please call for counseling. You need help. And I'm sure you will have some kind of therapy that will help you along that line. God bless you. Let's hold it here today. Please, um, let's keep the questions coming in. And we hope we'll be able to answer your questions. God bless you. You can connect with us via WhatsApp number plus 234-81071-272. Okay, let me tell that again. Plus 234-81071-261-48. Okay, God bless you. You know, we'll keep saying this over and over again. Sometimes we just think that they will know it very well. All right, God bless you. Let's do this again tomorrow, God willing. Until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. Marriage care truly cares. God bless you. Do have a great weekend ahead. Bye.